Episode 185, Atlanta, round nine, this East-West showdown shootout is over. We were up there for this race. It was crazy. We had just a crazy week so far, and let's get into it. I'm Adam here with Claudio. What's up, Claudio? Yo, yeah, it's, it's definitely been crazy. Uh, that's the reason that we're behind. Crazy. And we have to apologize. We have to apologize to our listeners because <laughs> I know they're waiting for us and they're waiting for they're waiting for the recaps. They're waiting for for everything. And, and we're just over here still yeah. Atlanta time, bro. We're still uh, you know struggling to, <laughs> to just get back on the air, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but no, but we're here. Do you think we got hacked because we had two computers that crashed on us like within days of each other? I feel like we got hacked. Yeah, something's happening. Someone's- Some something. The universe. It's not playing in our favor, <laughs> but we're still making it happen, dude. We're still going to make it happen. We're still going to bring you guys the best That's of the right. best. And and let's jump to this 250 because this was the good one. This was the showdown. This is the East-West competition, and everybody was there. And we have a lot to talk about and not enough time. That's right. Never enough time. First, I do want to mention... Dude, I love that stadium. That stadium was so nice. Yes. Uh, I know you, you ate about you try you you pretty much tried all the food they had. To offer hey, there. I had to. <laughs> I'm just doing my research as a journalist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was just cool stadium. What I liked the most was I love the dome and just where the placement of the TVs up top there. It was just like no matter where you sat in there, you could easily see the TVs. And Hell it was yeah. just Like it was just so legit. Hell so yeah. Legit. Hell yeah, we were sitting um, right there behind the starting gate. Uh, yeah. Thanks to Lorenzo for the hookup and and for making it happen yeah. for us to be up there. And um, yeah, it, it, the stadium was definitely, definitely one of the best stadiums I've been to. Um, very great layout, and like you said, those TVs up there, man, it's it's night and day. It just it just changes everything. You can see, you know, everything happening. Yeah, it was pretty sick. And speaking of this track, it was very uh, technical. A lot of riders really struggled with this. I mean, even looking at this uh, qualifying times and this uh, qualifying practice, like Austin Forkner, he went down twice in the whoops. We saw uh, Jordan Smith crash in that little triple-triple section right before the whoops. Like, he's pretty lucky to get up after that. Yep. Just it, it had a lot of victims. We saw, obviously, crashes in the LCQ and the heat race and stuff, which we'll, we'll get into. But just the track itself, super technical. Everyone was saying how soft it was. That sand section was so deep and gnarly. And there, there was y- yellow flag was out every single lap of yeah, practice yeah, right the, there in that sand section. Yeah, the sand section definitely took a lot of names. And uh, we kind of made a, made a comment. You know, we we talked to a couple, uh, not a couple, a lot of the riders, and everybody said the same thing. The sand section and that whoop section was probably the most difficult part on the whole track. The track was um, a little, I don't know if difficult, but it was it was not easy. Um, obviously, there was some changes, and bef- you know, from from track map to qualifying to, yeah. I guess race, yeah, to race. There's a couple of changes in the track. So first, we're going to start with this 250 East Coast practice. 
and it was pretty good. We saw Justin Cooper actually get the top spot of that combined qualifying, followed by Chase Sexton, and then Austin Forkner. I can say all the, for him, it's all the way back in third. <laughs> uh, but we had Alex Martin, Martin Davalos. Like we said, it was just a stacked class, but... As we said, Cooper, Sexton, and Forkner, Martin, Davalos. That was the top five in this combined qualifying. Yeah. But as we've seen all year, the uh, uh, the qualifying doesn't really factor into how they're finished during the races just because we see them jump around so much. But one thing to note is that only the top 20 riders qualify to the night show. That's right. Yeah, a couple riders didn't make it. Yeah, a lot of the riders uh, didn't make it, just like... You know, going into this uh, heat race, um, it's kind of like doing a, a main event with your coast. Uh, remember, we had the first heat, it's uh, East guys, and then the, the second heat is the West guys. And, uh, yeah, the, your time definitely did count here. As you mentioned, Justin Cooper with the fastest qualifier for the East region. But for your com yeah. combined qualifying times your fastest guy was Dylan Ferrandez with yeah. a fraction of a second and um when they're doing they're, when they were doing the qualifier you know the west coast guys it was it was like nothing had happened you know like Dylan Ferrandez and Emerson were right back at it again and, yeah. yep. and you know trying to be the fastest guy which is not been very beneficial for Dylan Ferrandez thus far, but you know it's been definitely the tell that we've talked about since the beginning of this season. So yeah, Dylan Ferrandez with the fastest time. Um, obviously, he's from the West Coast, but the overall time he was the fastest with a forty-seven point nine six three, and Justin Cooper, his teammate, with a forty-seven point nine seven eight. So the Yamaha guys yeah. are ready with a great start of the night, and and, and it was going to be a great one. And uh, yeah, like I was saying, some riders didn't make it. One of the probably the biggest rider who didn't make it into even the night show, uh, Blake Wharton. So he missed it by just that one position. He got twenty first fastest time. So we saw a lot of riders and stuff go down and everything. I th think I remember him being one of them. I don't remember exactly, but uh, definitely struggled and did not make it into that night show. Pretty yeah, crazy. that. That's that was weird that, to to not see you know Bray Wharton and also uh, Henry Miller was another one James Weeks who we've seen that name a lot uh, obviously just in the yep. in in the LCQ part of it but he's been up there um, Chase Marquier another name Scuba Steve who um, has been doing good the last couple of rounds Yep so let's go ahead and just jump into this racing action that went down uh, starting with Heat One. Which, or not even Heat 1, I guess we would call it, yeah, I guess it is Heat 1, but it was the East Coast. Yep. The 250 East Coast went first, and this was crazy. The first race of the night, uh, it was really crazy because we started off, Alex Martin pulled this monster hole shot, Chase Sexton was able to like pass him kind of quick in that little triple-triple area, yep. and Forkner was working his way up, and then Wilson Fleming uh, went down hard and actually, they had to red flag this race. So it was just a crazy start to the whole night. So much anticipation for this. And Wilson Fleming went down really hard in that triple-triple section. They showed yeah. his replay on the screens at the stadium. Uh, I saw they didn't show it on the broadcast, but they also... Uh, uh, the JMC Motorsports guys have it on their YouTube page, so we'll have to see if we can get that on our Instagram yeah, page that's, when that's we get caught up. But 
That's what I was going to say. We should, uh, we're definitely going to have it on our page at the MXSX podcast. Just make sure you guys go check it out. So it really just messed this whole, like, this whole night up almost just with them having to red flag this. And first we thought they were going to restart the race because everybody went and lined up on the gate. And then they're like, no, we're going to do the staggered start thing. Yeah, they, so, they had to do the staggered start since, you know, there's only, there was less than three minutes left. Like you said, there was a confusion, but... The rule says if there's been more than three laps, but then less less than 90% of the race has been done, then they will stagger start. Yeah, and let's talk about this staggered start because why is there no strategy for this staggered start? No, Everybody just kind of does the same thing. No. We obviously know there's there's pretty much one rule. It's like you can't pass before you get to the tough blocks. So I'm surprised we haven't seen anybody, you know, kind of just ride up and stop right before the tough blocks. I feel like there's some kind of strategy that could be played in this uh, staggered start, but no, everyone's just kind of going. But well, I would like to see something happen with that staggered start. Well, well as soon as they started, uh, Forgner definitely had a strategy because he wasted no time and made the pass over Sexton for that lead. Like, it wasn't even two turns later, and he was in the top. So uh, somebody else that took advantage of this move was Davalos. Uh, who was you know able to sneak into third and obviously not on sexton but um, yeah but just on third in general and you know Forkner was already checking out at this point so he he did have a strategy because he went through those stop blocks he cut him quick and then he set him up for the next turn and he was out yeah but I'm saying more like the other guys if you're in that like seventh or eighth spot maybe just like gun it up to the little tough blocks just slam on your brakes get a couple people to fly past you or something get them disqualified i don't know i just feel like there's there's like some kind of strategy that has to be like i don't know we'll have to think of something but i just feel like there's something that could be done there what do you think something could be done there uh i'm I'm spice it up um yeah i guess so but like i said forkner definitely had this strategy down and you know, he checked out right away, which is kind of unfortunate for Chase Sexton because he was looking good. He made the pass. Yeah. He he was up front. He was definitely holding off. And, you know, it just kind of like it was like a Roxanne situation. He had he was up front and he was ready, you know, setting up himself for the win. But the Wilson Fleming went down and and had a really hard crash. And I have an update from him. He said he likes to thank everyone that I had contacted him and wish him well. I'm trying to get back to everyone, but if I don't, I seriously appreciate it. Saturday was amazing for me. I qualified 17, was running ninth in the heat race, and then he had one of the worst crashes ever. Uh, he ended up breaking uh, his femur, his clavicle, and he's been recovering, obviously, right after surgery. He, na- he named a couple of people that have been nothing but supportive for him. And just for him to go out this way... Uh, very very unfortunate oh yeah and you know you crash hard whenever you break what your right femur and your left collarbone like (laughs) you know it's a bad crash whenever that happens so definitely you know he's gonna be sore for a little bit so yeah speedy recovery to him Uh, also jordan bailey went down this race too they actually like kind of carted him off he wasn't like on a stretcher or anything but he was like kind of just sitting up in the back Uh, yep but he was able to return for the lcq so 
Uh, obviously didn't get banged up too bad, but well, the it looked Celsic like he Q, was hurt kind of bad at first. Yeah, the Celtic U had a lot of uh, names in it too, but we'll get to it yeah. in just a second. Yep. So Austin Forkner won. Chase Sexton got second. Martin Devalos got third. Alex Martin got fourth. Justin Cooper got fifth. Jordan Smith got sixth. Kyle Peters got seventh. Brandon Hartraff got eighth. Anthony Rodriguez got that final transfer position ninth. And Lorenzo, who we didn't talk about, his start was pretty crazy because just the way he was like he cut everybody off on the start of the before the you know injury and the staggered start the initial start to this race he put such a baller move on everybody and then it sucks he just missed it by that just one position so yeah uh, a lot of bad luck uh, for him yeah definitely but that means him josh osby marshall welton kyle cunningham jay Sowen from uh, rita cross joey crown all these guys go into the lcq but first we got a touch to this 250 west coast heat before we uh, get to that lcq so yeah, looking at this uh, 250 West heat now, we had my boy Shane McElrath pull the whole shot, Colt Nichols behind him, RJ Hampshire behind him, and where's AC? He's just had a terrible start. He did not start then his night off great. Uh, he was able to make quite a few passes through this, but uh, yeah, yeah he it was got- McElrath running up front. Yeah, he got really sketchy on this start too. He yeah, he like knock. I don't know. He like, he like yeah. Like wheelied and like came down a little crooked and just kind of yeah exactly uh, like he put his foot down and yeah it was it was just very sketchy for him very sketchy moment and it showed like you said he he was nothing if he be found up front he was sitting in sixth place and trying to move up to fifth obviously and and move up to the front um, but yeah he looked very sketchy on that start. Yeah, and actually, uh, Dylan Ferrandez had an even worse start. He was like started like way back behind AC at the beginning yep. of this race. He had to work his way through the pack too. But yep. uh, RJ, RJ looked really good. He, he was coming out swinging and made a nice pass on Nichols and the whoops for second. But he ended up running into some problems whenever yeah. he fell on that little like over under tabletop after the sand section. He like fell right on the top of it. It was just like. The worst spot, but everybody could see it, so and it was good. It was also good for the fans. A bad, <laughs> also a bad thing for him because he was, like you said, he was up front. He was uh, up there. He was, like, I believe, he was in second whenever he went down. Yeah, he was killing it. Yeah, so, AC uh, though, AC put him them send it moves on everyone. Uh, Jacob Hayes, oh, he, he passed him. It was kind of like unnecessary, but I get him. You know, he has a red play. He has to show everyone who he is, and oh, yeah. and, and all of this, but. Uh, but, but and yeah. it was just clearly faster. So uh, yeah. clearly faster than everybody. He was just dominating. So no surprise that he was able to work his way up to third. But uh, uh, Cole Nichols was also making a pretty hard charge at the end on Shane McElrath. But, you know, just Shane McElrath was able to hold everyone off and take the win of this heat race. Uh, 250 West heat, I guess. Colt Nichols got second, Adam Sincerlo got third, Michael Mosman got fourth, Jacob Hayes got fifth, Chris Blos got sixth, Dylan Ferrandez got seventh, RJ Hampshire made it in with eighth, and Garrett Marchbanks getting that final transfer position with ninth place. The two JGR guys, uh, Jimmy Dakotis, Enzo Lopez, just terrible. They were like, they were just, they were just off. Yeah. They did not have the greatest night. Yeah, a lot of sure. a lot of names again going into the lcq for this one definitely not what they were expecting to do you know guys like martin Castello, chris howell dylan merriam 
uh, Starling, Mitchell Harrison, and then like you said, Dakotas and Enzo Lopez, and then a Cameron McAdoo, Cameron also, McAdoo. also running through some problems. So this LCQ is looking stacked, man. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a pretty intense uh, LCQ. All these big names on the line, and let's just go ahead and jump into it. Uh, so as we said, it's funny we have all these big names, and who gets the whole shot? Josh Osby. <laughs> He's killing it out there. I told you. He gets great starts. He gets really good starts. Yeah. Yeah, he got the whole shot. He was followed by Jimmy Dakotas. Finally did better. And Enzo was up there, too, looking all right. Uh, Jace Owen behind them. Marshall Welton. Jordan Bailey looked like he was feeling a lot better. Running up in, like, that top five. Uh, but then that's when the JGR guys had some really sketchy moments. Like, Dakotas went down in the sand. And then Enzo, he actually, like, made a pass for first. And then just, like, in that bull turn before the whoops, like, it just got, like, super sketchy, and he almost went through that turn. They, they were both, like, right up there, and it was just, like, they just could not hold on to it, and they could just, just yeah. could not stay up. And then, so they pretty much just gave Osby the lead back. They're like, hey, uh, we're going to go down. You just here, here you can you have go. first split. Yeah, you can have it back. Here you go. And that also helped Jordan Bailey out with the JGR troubles because he was up there battling for the lead on that last lap and finished literally like right behind Josh Osby. So it looked like he was feeling a lot better. And uh, yeah, so behind Jordan Bailey was Cameron McAdoo and Kyle Cunningham. So as we said, the JGR guys, Jimmy Dakotis and Enzo Lopez did not make it into this main. Two factory, big factory names right there. Yeah, no, a lot of people did not make it to this main and... Very, very unfortunate. I mean, and that's I, th- I feel like that's the thing about the showdown that um, it does that to you. But yeah, that a lot of a lot of good battles, a lot of maybe a little bit too out there uh, situations in this LCQ. I, I feel bad. I feel bad for the guys that didn't make it. Yeah, there was definitely a big battle for that final transfer position, like Cunningham and Owen, like battling with Welton on that last lap, and Welton came up just short. Marshall Welton. Pulls off the track. He's pretty bummed. He's, like, upset and stuff. And then, I don't know if you saw the video on his Instagram page, but UE talked about how uh, whatever that graphics company is that does the Pro Circuit and the Troy Lee Designs, how they were given the fifth place rider of the LCQ, like, $1,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they gave him $1,000, and he was just, like, it was just, it's a really cool video. It's on his Instagram page of he just gets this uh, yeah. money. And they told him, too, like, here's 1000 if uh the pro circuit or the Troy lead designs team doesn't win the main event, then we're going to give you another 5,000 or something. And he was just like, all right, all right. So it kind of, it was like an uplifting moment for him there. And it was just a really cool video. Just like how it, it was like literally right whenever he pulled off the track. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. I like that. That was awesome. Uh, but yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into this main event. We know who's in, we know who's out and, uh, Things got a little spicy. We don't know who's going to win this East-West shootout. Is it going to be Forkner? Is it going to be Cincerulo? Is it going to be McElrath? Jordan Smith? We had no idea. I know I definitely sided with more with the East Coast, and turns out it might not have been the best choice. But let's just go ahead and jump <laughs> into it because we saw Deja Vu watching Forkner just pull another hole shot. He's got his hole shots. Die. I don't know what happened to him in the heat race, but uh, he definitely killed it in this main event. And he was followed by Chase Sexton. Adam Cianciarulo was actually up there, too. Jacob Hayes had a pretty good race in Atlanta. He was up there uh, behind them. Uh, And Dylan Ferrandis is up there, too. It's it's pretty much every name you look. You're just like, oh, that's a big name. Oh, that's a big name. Yeah, the the star that you were looking for, it's what you got. Yeah. Uh, Justin Cooper was up there. But Shane McElrath 
terrible start. He was like eighth. Jordan Smith, terrible start. He was like 17th. Uh, it was just those Troy Lee Designs guys didn't have the greatest night either. McElrath was able to, uh, you know, pick it up a little bit. But the start of this race was not good for them. That is for sure. Yeah, definitely not the night that they were expecting to have. Uh, Adam Cincerulo, he passed Chase Sexton right before that finish line. And that was like a really popular like spot for passing for AC. Just railing those whoops, hitting that turn right before the finish. Uh, and he actually started closing in on Austin Forkner. And we're just like, we thought Austin Forkner might run away with this thing. But it turns out AC just looked way better. His lap times were way better. Uh, and he yeah. just started closing that gap quick on him. And that's the thing. I feel like they never really like let him go, so he was not able to do what he's been doing the last couple of races, which is, you know, kind of just get the lead and check out. Yeah, and he led. Austin Forkner led eleven laps of this race, like more than half of this, like pretty much half the race. And then uh, AC caught up to him. He was clearly faster, and he passed him in the same spot that he passed Chase Sexton in, which is that section right before the finish line. And he really started to pull away. He was killing it. Yeah, Cincerulo, definitely, definitely fastest guy out there. Like you said, we kind of thought Forkner was at his own level, but it's, he showed that he's he's beatable. And I feel like uh, I'm not really sure now who's who's got the best coast, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely looked like the West. They showed up to, you know, they were, they were here to compete. And... So as we said, uh, well, we we can do our we can do our thing real quick. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's let's decide who was better, the East or the West. Well, Adam Cincerulo from the West won, so that's one point for the West. Uh, yeah, looks good for them. Uh, Dylan Ferrandis got second. Austin Forkner got third. So our podium also went two to one, favoring the West Coast. Our yep. top five went two West Coast riders. And three East Coast riders. So our top five, that one goes to the East Coast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Our top ten goes McElrath is West, Nichols is West, Davalos is East, Mosman is West, Hartdraft is East, Jacob Hayes is West. That's pretty even, though. That's that's five and five, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So we'll call it a draw there. And whenever you look at the... Uh, like we were looking at the number, like who made it in the LCQ, if they were East or West. Uh, we had East Coast, East Coast, West Coast, East Coast. So I guess it comes out like, what, two and two? But I think we got to give it to the West Coast just because they took the top spot and the podium. That'll be the tiebreaker for uh, how we set that up. So looks like the West Coast is the best coast, at least for this first race. That's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Anyways, Adam Cincerulo won. Ferrandis, Forkner got third. Forkner said on the podium how he was just like, once they passed him, he was just kind of, you know, just trying. He he just didn't want anybody else from the East Coast to beat him. So that was kind of his excuse. And he said he wasn't really feeling the whoops all night. And obviously he crashed there Although, twice in practice. Adam said the same thing, though. They were, they were there to race their coast. You know, if there was someone in front of them, uh, that belong to the other coast, they weren't really gonna worry about it. So they have pretty similar answers to that question, like how they're gonna, you know, try to keep up the the situation. So Forkner, Forkner technically won the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, he did the best. You know, that's what he said. He's like, I pretty much won. <laughs> 
he won the East Coast, but your overall winner and red play holder still is Adam Cincerulo, who, by the way, is checking out on those points. Yeah, definitely checking out. Uh, so is Forkner, too. We're going to get into those points in a second. But just to run through the rest of these results, Chase Sexton just missed the podium, got fourth. Justin Cooper, fifth. Shane McElrath up to sixth. Colt Nichols, seventh. Martin Devalos, eighth. Michael Moseman, ninth. Brandon Hartraft, tenth. Jacob Hayes, eleventh. RJ Hampshire, twelfth. Chris Blows, thirteenth. Alex Martin, fourteenth. Kyle Cunningham, fifteenth. Cameron McAdoo, sixteenth. Jordan Bailey, seventeenth. Jordan Smith, eighteenth. Anthony Rodriguez, nineteenth. Garrett Marchbanks, twentieth. Kyle Peters, twenty-first. Joshua Osby, twenty-second. Uh, it was an awesome race. Twenty laps. Uh, Dylan Ferrandez actually had the fastest time in this race out of everybody. Uh, so he had the fastest times all day in the practices and then in this uh, race as well. As we said, Austin Forkner got the whole shot. Uh, and one other thing I wanted to add about this race that I thought was pretty crazy was was this uh, pass McAdoo put on Peters. Like, McAdoo slammed Peters so hard right before the whoops. Oh, yeah. Like, slammed him. Like, if they're going to give Justin Barsha, like, what do they give him? Like, a written warning for his pass on uh, Baggett or whatever? Like, really? Like, this was... I mean, I, I liked it. I liked it. I don't want to get... Don't get me wrong. I really liked the slamming going on. Did the bike break? Did the bike break? He got up and rode. Let's just say that. Then you're fine. He's good. You're good. He's good. Yeah, it's clean. It was clean pass, but he definitely slammed him Roll pretty him. hard. So, And it caused like a whole little thing, too, because he fell like right there, and everyone's bikes were ever, like trying to like avoid him and stuff. And it was just like, you know, it was just a little moment that happened there. So that was cool. But let's jump into these points now. On the West Coast, we have Adam Cincerulo. Adam Cincerulo with 140 points over Dylan Fernandez, 125 points. Yep. And then Shane McArath has 123. Colt Nichols, 120. So those three guys are that battle is, is for pretty second. much up for grabs. That's, that, second, that second position is out for grabs right there. Yep. Adam Cincerulo checking out on it. He has 15 points more than uh, Dylan Fernandez, so he's in a pretty comfortable spot coming into, uh, I guess, Seattle will be the next time we see him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, the red plate, he's going to keep it. Yep, and we got RJ. He's, like, he's got 86 points, so he's pretty far behind them in fifth place. So, uh, yeah, it kind of sucks that his season's going that way, but, I mean, still, I mean, you know, top five in the points, I mean... Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know. You don't know. I, well, I think he could be doing better. Let's put it that way. I think he should be. Doing oh yeah. Better. So definitely. He's, there, he's been set up to, to have better, uh, not positioning, but better results. Yeah. He's so. 40 points behind. It's insane. So, uh, sucks, uh, for yeah. him, but, and this was kind of one of his like home races, I guess, even though it's not really cause he's from Tampa. But it is definitely one of the closer ones for us as we could drive there. So that was cool. Daytona. Dayt- well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Daytona is the home race for sure. Since there's no Tampa. But yeah, for the East Coast, for the East Coast, we have Austin Forkner with 99 points uh, over Justin Cooper, who has 81 points. Yep. So he's also there. Uh, he's 18 points on top of uh, Justin Cooper, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Chase Sexton with 79. And then Jordan Smith with 70. Alex Martin fifth with sixty points. So yes. again, these three right here, these four guys right here, 
there the second place spot could be it's up for grabs still on this East Coast as well. Yep. Just one thing to note though, real quick, which I'm sure we'll talk about more later, is Jordan Smith, uh injured after this Atlanta race, decided not to race Daytona. So that's definitely gonna affect him in this point as they uh shake out for the future. But yeah, I think dude, I had a blast in Atlanta. Atlanta was a great time. It was awesome. The weather was great. Uh, the racing was great. The track was great. The people were great. And uh, it was just a great night of racing. And we're definitely going to be touching on this 450 in our next episode. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure you follow us at MXSX Podcast. And you want to add anything else, Claudio? No, we're good, man. You're, we're good. We, we, we cover it all. Just make sure you guys stay tuned. And, yeah, follow us at MXSX Podcast for for. Wilson Fleming's crash. We're going to have it on there and a bunch of other stuff. So check it.